Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. This is Luke chapter 2, verse 7. You guys have heard this a lot. Like, a lot of us have heard this uh, verse where it says, She gave birth to her firstborn son, talking about Mary. So this is easy. We've heard this before. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him ugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. Uh, we hear this a lot at Christmas. Um, this, uh, and, and maybe even more than Christmas, we've heard uh, these stories of um, the, uh, the manger and what happens in the manger and what is going on with uh, the innkeeper. I don't know. It, like, the innkeeper is never really um, talked about. Like, in Scripture, if you read through the Scriptures, he's not, there, there's, like, one little piece of him. But, like, we've made him into, like, this mean, grouchy guy that's like, oh, you guys got to go out in the barn, you know, like, and like, or like, don't be the innkeeper. I don't know if you ever heard that kind of thing before, um, which is totally appropriate. Like, don't ever, you know, like not listen. That, that's a good thought to, you know, don't be the innkeeper. Always have room for Jesus. That's awesome. It's a great, great thought. Um, but as I was reading this, I was reading, I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily like the 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 main point I would drag out of this scripture. I don't know if that's the main thing that I would um, take from it. Um, maybe skimming over the the verse, um, I would hear that first, you know, and be like, okay, I want to make room for Jesus, you know, all that. But then I was just thinking about putting myself in Mary and Joseph's shoes. Honey, I'm going to do another pass off. Um, I, I'm wondering if um, if I. Uh, is thinking through Mary and Joseph, like I'm thinking about how they felt coming up and not having room. Like I wonder what that felt like to them. And then I would think if I was Mary and Joseph, I wonder if I would be like, God, what are you doing? You just literally, I'm a virgin and you put your son in me. That is the most miraculous thing in the world. Really crazy, actually. Couldn't you not find a place for me? Like, what? That would be my thoughts. I would be like, what? I'm doing every, I'm doing everything you asked me to do. And I've endured ridicule because of it. God, why isn't there a place for me? And so my, my thought as I was thinking through this is thinking through, like, we can get confused with our calling when stuff gets harder than we expect it to be. We, we can start confusing our calling when stuff starts getting harder than we expected it to be. Expectation is everything. You start expecting things to be, here, here's a poisonous thought that can really easily seep into your relationship with Jesus. Uh, when I do what God has called me to do, things are going to be easier, not harder. I'm, I'm telling you right then and th- that is a poisonous thought. Yeah. 
And I don't know who has started to, and, and who started that kind of thinking. Uh, and, and I think a lot of times it came from trying to get people to modify their behavior. And so they say, if you will do good, it's, it kind of comes from the same thing as Christmas. If you do good things, Santa's going to give you good gifts. If you do bad things, Santa's going to give you bad gifts. That's not the grace of God, and that is not how God operates. But here's the thing. We start talking about this and say, if you just do the, the if you just put yourself in the calling that God has for your life, things are going to be easier for you. Mary, if you just listen to what the angels said and do what the angels told you to do, you're going to find this road that's just going to open up for you, and it's going to be so awesome. Why? Because God is going to take care of every little thing that happened. But when we look through Scripture, that's exactly not what happens. Actually, things got harder when she said yes to God. And so I think we need to have a different understanding of what calling means. When, when you understand the calling that God has on your life, that when you start walking through that, there is going to be some hard things. There is going to be some things that are going to make you a little confused and you're going to want now is it all going to be bad no not at all because if you go through mary's life you see time after time she treasured these things in her heart she couldn't believe that she was a part of what was i'm I'm telling you look at what the world looks at mary now and says what she got to give birth to the savior of the world incredible So I'm not telling you it's all going to be terrible and then you get to heaven. That is not the truth. There are going to be things that give you joy that you could never buy with money. There are going to be things that are going to give you peace that you could never get with a great job. There are things that you're going to get on the inside of your soul that you could never get if you run away from the calling that's on your life. But I will tell you the truth of the matter. When you look at the calling that God has on your life, when you say yes to God, and I'm going to do this. So, so let me break it down a little bit more. When you say, I'm going to go to both services, I'm going to serve wherever all our leaders are asking me to serve. When you say yes to that kind of calling, things might get a little more difficult, not easier. It might be harder to wake up in the morning, not easier. Things might happen on Saturday night that you never had happen until you decided to up what God has called you to do, and also that you're saying yes to what God has called you to say yes to. There, there, there are things financially that you might go through that make it a little harder for you because you're choosing to be here at church during the week instead of getting another job. It actually could be harder. There are people on our staff that have chosen to be here on staff instead of going and making their money and doing all the things that they want to do to build their American dream because they want to build God's dream for their life. And it is actually a little harder for them. But as we understand hardness and as you see hardness and as you understand, oh, this is a little difficult for me or this is a little difficult for what I want to do or this is or when you are coming to leadership and your baby's crying a little bit and you're like, gosh, dang it, this is a little hard or your baby is climbing all over you when you're trying to talk. There are things that are harder and I think, I think you got to understand, you got to have the right expectation. 
Because the expectation has a huge effect on your endurance and your attitude. If you expect things to be easy, you won't probably, if you expect to be able to run a mile in four minutes and you haven't run a mile in forever and the first quarter mile you're running, you're like, my lungs are on fire, you'll probably stop because your expectation was it was going to be pretty easy. But if your expectation changed, you might have a little more endurance. If your attitude is that this is all going to be a bed of roses, and then when you mess with your first thorn, you get upset, and your attitude, your attitude starts changing, that's, that's when you've got to understand, okay, my expectation might be wrong. I, 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 this is the same thing you talk about marriage. Marriage is amazing. Marriage is great, but it's not perfect, and it's hard. And a good marriage is hard. And you got to have that expectation going in, not 10 years later. Same thing with a calling. I, I, I wonder if Mary's just, God, where are you? Why didn't you make this a little easier? I think we can take ease or ease in it, it being easy. We want that to be the sign that we're doing right. So if it's easy, then we know, okay, God, you're in this. I think a lot of us have been either we've been taught that or we've had that in our mind that easiness is a sign that we're right where God wants us to be. And I'm telling you, I, I think a lot of times that's directly opposite of what we see in Scripture. Now, there's sometimes where it is easy. Sometimes where it just feels like everything's just flowing. It's awesome. It's great. Life is great. Man, everybody else's life feels sorry for you, but mine is awesome. You know, there are moments that you feel like that. But I wonder if hardness is also a sign that when it gets really hard, there, there's, oh, I might be right in the middle of where God wants me. Maybe this is my, we don't have room to have a baby, let's have it in the barn moment. Maybe this is the moment that I feel like I want to quit, that this is actually a sign that I'm right where I need to be. Maybe this is the moment where it feels like nobody sees me, I'm pregnant, I, I didn't do this to myself, I'm serving the Lord with, with my body, and there is nothing open for me. Maybe this is the moment that shows me, Mary, you are right in the middle of where God wants you to be. It's hard. So maybe it's so much less about a sign whether it's hard or easy, and way more about calling. Because calling doesn't need convenience, and calling doesn't need convincing. Calling doesn't need convenience, and calling doesn't need convincing. Mary was called to this. And I'm telling you, I don't think you need a sign. Is it easy or is it hard? I don't think you need I don't think we need a sign. I think we need a word. 
I, I think we need a word from the Lord that says, this is what you're supposed to do, now do it. So, so many of us will surround our life with, is it hard or is it easy or what's the sign? or where? But have we really just gotten a word? Because I love what Mary said, and I think this adds to making your calling what it needs to be. Because Mary said, told the angel, at your word, Lord. At your word, Lord. May, may it be done to me as you have spoken. May it be to me as you have spoken. At your word. There, there's something that she heard. And she said, okay, that's it. That's what I do. And, and that has to be in your heart. That God, you tell me to do it, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, hard, easy, in between, doesn't really matter to me. I don't need that sign because I got a word. And that's what Peter says in, in 2 Peter uh, 1.10. It says, this is how you make your calling an election. Sure. And I just, I'm, I'm, I'm praying for our leaders in our church that we make our calling sure. Our calling is sure. Our calling is sure. Our calling is just rock solid. Our calling and election is sure. God, you called me here. I'm not moving. Easy, hard, in between. I don't care if you have a, a huge suite for me or if it's in the barn. I don't care, God. I, I, my calling and election is sure. And you start just putting yourself down like that. And roots start sinking deep like that. And it doesn't matter if you get all the attaboys or you get none of them. It doesn't matter if people say you're doing a great job or people say you're doing a terrible job. It doesn't matter what actually people say and it doesn't matter what people do because you say the same things that Paul was writing about when he said my job is not to please people, it's to please God because he's the only one that can judge the motives of my heart. And so you start saying those kind of things. You start putting yourself in that place and, and, and then all of a sudden it doesn't matter if it is this huge Taj Mahal or if it's a main you're just going to do what God's called you to be. So it doesn't matter what size the church is you serve in. doesn't matter what uh, size your ability is. doesn't matter what title you have. doesn't matter what people have called you or not called you or said, well, that's crazy. What are you doing? You're ruining your life. Why are you giving all? does not matter what all the outside stuff says because on the inside of you, you say, God has given me a word. My calling is election is sure, and I'm standing right here even though it's hard and even though it doesn't make sense. I'm going to do this because here, here's the end of this whole thing because if you say stuff like that and if you do stuff like that just like Mary and Joseph look at this this just popped out of me and I was like oh my goodness Luke 2 12 talking to the shepherds and you will recognize him by this sign you will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. The very thing that could look like God is not with you is the very thing that reveals Jesus to the world. This is not a sign for us. It's a sign for them. 
When people see what you have done and people see that you have put yourself in this place, they actually run and come to it and they say, wow, this is what they told us about. This is Jesus. This is the sign that people see. Imagine if Mary busted out of that and said, we're not having, I'm not having my baby in a barn. Joseph, you're going to have to do something. I don't know what you're going to do, but you're going to have to do something. Because this needs to be easier than what, than what it is. I, I am having the Lord's baby. You're going to have to fix this. You and God, fix it. I'm right here, and the baby's not coming out until it's fixed. What if she would have done that? Then all of a sudden, what the angel said, and this will be a sign to you shepherds, be laying in a manger. They don't get to see that sign. They don't see. They, they don't get to see who Jesus is. Because we decided to choose comfort over calling. It's not a sign for you. Quit looking for signs of hardness or easiness or, or this or that. It's not a sign for you. It's a sign for them. So they see you. And they see how you've, plant, you've been planted in the house. They see how you've gone through hard things. Your family members, your neighbors, people you work with, and they see your life, and they see how it's planted in church. And all of a sudden, they start seeing Jesus through you because Jesus is revealed through this sign, a hardness. Hey, church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.